Welcome everyone to the grand finale of Andy Here's the 80s Best Album of the 80s March Madness Bracket. I'm joined by my co-host Aaron Keck. How are you, Aaron? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm excited to close it out. We are about to determine the best album of the 80s uh, based on these original 64 contenders from across seasons one and two of the podcast. Closing out the decade, picking the best album that we've heard uh, and you can do the same. You can vote on your picks at our Twitter page at Andy Hears It and decide what your favorite album of the 80s is. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how these brackets compare because there's a lot of tough matchups so far. Yeah. And and with as with REM, I think there might be some surprises in the Twitter poll early on. Definitely. I think a lot of these could go either way. Uh, so yeah. I'm excited to see how. I mean, one of our ones. one of our final fours is Tears for Fears songs from the Big Chair, and I would actually, you know, we're, you know, we 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 are recording this before the Twitter bracket even gets released in the first round, so I don't know if I'm right at this point, but I personally would not be surprised to see Tears for Fears go out in the first round, let alone make it to the final four. Not that it's a bad album; it's just a really tough matchup it's got in the first round. So yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, judging from engagements I've gotten from other tweets, I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, XTC's Skylarking go very far. <laughs> they're That's very also fair. Surprisingly active uh, Twitter base. So we'll see. Also, a very surprisingly fans. good band. That was another one. We'll talk about The Replacements, which is still in the final mm-hmm. four, as a band that I didn't really know and kind of really came to appreciate over the course of this podcast. XTC is another one. I was, I was surprised by how much I kept coming back to them just when we were doing the the ranking of the top songs of all time, how much I kept coming back to XTC. Yeah. And as both, you know, both of us are avowed Beatles fans and both replacements and XTC are, took a lot of Beatles influence in, in various ways too, which I think is, uh, is interesting. Correct. So yeah, yeah the, both fun, uh, fun bands to listen to for sure. But let's get down to it. We have our final four matchups followed by the championship. The first matchup in the final four we have, Born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen, up against Let It Be by The Replacements. I think I know which way you're leaning. I want to say Let It Be for me, but uh, and I feel like you've already made a case, so I don't know. Do I? Should I? Uh, what's my play here? <laughs> I mean, it's it's the final four. We've got four really good albums. Yes, uh, Springsteen is is my number one choice. Are both of these 1984 albums too? I think they are actually. I think they are, yeah. So it's it's something about that particular year. Yeah, I've I've made the case for for Springsteen already. I think it's the I think it is the it is the best album that we've listened to. I don't know necessarily if it's the best album of the 1980s, but if I'm looking at these 64 albums and the all of the other ones that we've encountered over the course of the podcast, if I'm going back to these albums and listening to them again and again that's the one that i'm going to go back to and listen again and again i think it's the most fun i think it's the best from start to finish the singles are great the album tracks are great the message is there not necessarily if you remove born in the usa and listen to it individually but the entire album from start to finish is clear i think it's springsteen at his peak i think he's a an icon and a legend in rock history. So him at his peak is saying a whole lot. Uh, and for all of those reasons, I will, I will go with Springsteen. Having said all of that, let it be is a really, really good album from start to finish. So 
It um, is. I don't think it holds up to Springsteen, but uh, it's worthy of being Final Four. I th- yeah, I think it holds up to me because also I like a little bit. I like something a little rougher around the edges. I like something a little, little, I don't know, quirkier is maybe not the right word, but something like that. I think Let It Be also, as we mentioned after listening to all of their albums, shows such like an incredible growth for this band from their first two albums, which were good, but were much more of that kind of uh, fun, like just rowdy bar band, but then was able to hone everything into this incredible, like just pop rock masterpiece, which has incredible (laughs) Uh... guitar playing and incredible uh, surprising depth in some points. And it's also just goofy humor at others. I don't know. Have you listened to Springsteen's first two albums? Because you literally just <laughs> described Springsteen there as well. Like every single word of that also describes Springsteen. Well, it took him 10 years to get there. It only took the replacements like three or four. So I don't know. I mean, he got there with Born to Run. This is just like the, <laughs> the fourth album after that. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I'm sure that they, uh, you know, as much as they modeled the Beatles too, I'm sure they were listening to, I mean, if they were listening to Kiss and they were listening to Bruce Springsteen also, so... Right, right. I hope so. God. <laughs> Don't listen well, to Kiss and not Bruce Springsteen. Come on. This is I guess, poor choice making all around. <laughs> well, as much as I love Let It Be and would also pick it over Born in the USA, I suppose your argument is still strong for Bruce Springsteen to advance to the championship. So I'll give it up and Let It Be can remain in the final four. Born in the USA. Right. Moves and, and I will say, as a as a as a Michigan guy, as a, as a guy who has grown up uh, watching the NCAA tournament for his entire life, uh, as a Big Ten fan, Big Ten teams tend to make it all the way to the championship game and then lose. So uh, I'm happy that Bruce made it to the championship game. I, I I'm I'm happy to to have the conversation from here on out. But I think I think Bruce making it to the title game is is what I. Uh, what I was here to lobby for and not necessarily for a win, so we'll see. Okay, great. <laughs> that sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that being said, let's go to uh, who will be Bruce's competitor. We have the final four matchup from the late 80s conference. Tears for Fears, Songs of the Big Chair, up against R.E.M.'s Life's Rich Pageant. Uh, this one is a tough decision because I think these are both fantastic, some of the band's best albums. One of them is, without question, the band's best album. The other one is one of the band's top three albums, certainly. Uh, What are you thinking? Now I'm trying to think of what my favorite R.E.M. albums are. So Automatic for the People, obviously. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm a big, I am a big Monster fan, and I know that's that's also a minority opinion among R.E.M. fans. Uh... And then I'd have to go back and listen to Out of Time and Green again to see where it would rank. Top five for sure. I don't know if it's top three for me, uh, but it's it's definitely up there. Uh, I personally go with with REM of the like like I said in the in the last episode. I went and I made I I took the sixty four team bracket and I I filled it out completely from the beginning. So I had my final four picks when we started doing the first round. And three of the four that made it to the final four were actually my original final four picks. Bruce Springsteen, 
the replacements and REMs, Life Rich Pageant. Uh, Tears for Fears was the only one that I didn't have in the Final Four that made it. And having said that, I think I'm going to lean. I'm going to lean towards REM. Um, if for no other reason, then I mean. We've already done a, a March Madness bracket that's literally just REM, so I think it's on brand for us to advance yeah. REM. Having said that, we also did uh, an entire bracket that's nothing but REM. So if you wanna, if you wanna say we've done enough REM and moved Tears for Fear to forward, I'd I'd be okay with that too. Yeah, REM. It's it's certainly fair to say has gotten their due over here. I think uh, when I after we did that bracket, I went and I made my own ranking of all of the 15 REM albums and my top three were murmur automatic and life search pageant. So they're, they're for sure oh, my three favorites. Okay. Uh, I like, I like yeah, murmurs, murmurs lower for me, but yeah, I didn't think about that one. Um, and I think my, yeah, I definitely th- can see, it's almost funny with those three, whichever one I'm listening to at the time, I'll be like, Oh yeah, this one's my favorite. And then I'll go put on the other <laughs> one. And be like, Oh, well, it's this one. This is my favorite. But uh, I, yeah, I, I am tempted to say that REM got there in, an entire tournament. So I kind of think that uh, Songs for the Big Chair needs to go to the big game. I, I think it's, it's surprising to me how incredible I find that album, but it, it's really great. I, I'm also happy to do that just because I think the the running thread of this entire March Madness bracket is just how much, A, how much I hate Daydream Nation, but I already... <laughs> expressed that all the way back in the first episode also yeah. how much you love songs from the big chair and i i think it's only fitting to to keep that going all the way through yeah i think so too that that was my to to be honest like my final four going into this i had purple rain let it be songs from the big chair and then uh surfer rosa so considering that Okay. One of those, and then in my head, I was like, "Okay, final is probably Purple Rain versus Songs from the Big Chair." So I think I have to advance what was still my head cannon uh, competitor for the final final matchup. All right, my uh, my final would have been Springsteen against uh, Tracy Chapman. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm still surprised. Springsteen that, that knocked out one of your finalists, and and Songs from the Big Chair knocked out mine. So perfect. It's perfectly even now. No chips yep, on the yep. table. We've made it. One of our competitors. <laughs> How did songs from the big chair wind up as one of the final two here? Well, let's listen. I mean, we we can play a little bit of it. I think. Every, I think, like I've said before, every song on here I think is just so well crafted and it flows perfectly as an album. I think. Uh, I mean, Head Over Heels is was one of my. It was my number two song of the eighties. So that That's one is true, yeah. for sure my favorite song on there. And the fact, uh, you know, the, the song Broken before that leads into it and has that little bit of a uh, piano bit and a line from it that transitions it and then Head Over Heels ends with that reprise. Uh, right. I, I think it's just such an incredibly well-crafted album. So I don't know, should we, should we go to the tape? Do we need to listen to a couple to try and... Oh, great. <laughs>
even just that bass line. Mm. This is about the most 80s album ever, though, too. It, it is funny. Yeah, it is very 80s because all the production's super 80s, of course. But I don't know. Something about it is still so like crisp and just clean in a way that doesn't sound manufactured. I think there's still a lot of emotion in their voices uh, and in the instrumentation. I, I don't know. Something about it just really works for me. Yeah. So we're moving, we're moving tears for fears forward, right? Oh yeah. Over. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Okay. Championship matchup born in the USA up against tears for fears songs from the big chair. Well, <laughs> now we've got to just make the case again. Do you want to put, when you give me a little bit more of what uh, makes born in the USA better? What's a song on there that's not born in the USA? That's, uh... All right, let me let me pull up a song that's not born in the USA. Mm-hmm. Hang on, where where we got? Um, uh, actually, it won't take a second because if you pull it up on Spotify, there's born. You just type in Bruce <laughs> and Born in the USA pops right up. That's how great an album Born in the USA is. Although, to, although in fairness, if you type in Tears, the same thing happens. I was going to say yeah. On the other side. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's it's very difficult for me to make an objective case right. about Born in the USA just because I heard this album for the first time when I was four. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it is one of the first albums that I was kind of aware of and conscious of uh, and definitely the first rock album uh that i was aware of and conscious of so if i'm if i'm being introduced like as a four-year-old child to rock music this is what i'm being introduced to so everything that that i think from there on out just my understanding of just rock music as a genre comes from having listened to born in the usa uh when i was four years old but it's it's 12 songs and none of them are there's no duds in here at all. It's just, it's Springsteen at the top of his game, the band at the top of their game, a clear a clear understanding of what their mission is and what they're, what they're trying to do and the fact that they're all just so damn good at what they do. They're able to just accomplish it, accomplish it, accomplishment and, and blow, it, blow it out of the water from start to finish. Um, yeah, to to me this is to me this is not close. If it's if it's born in the USA versus songs from the big chair, uh it's born in the USA. But uh but having said that, again, if the if the running thread of this entire bracket is how much you love songs from the big chair, I feel I feel okay uh seeding this to you. I think I think it's funny though too what something you said earlier about uh cover me. You said that was actually intended mm-hmm. for a different artist, is that right? Uh, Donna Summer, apparently. Which one? That That's crazy, first of all. But then uh, it also makes sense because when I was listening to it, I think I even said this back in the second episode, but the, that one to me sounds like uh, a discarded Rolling Stones song. Like it's one that didn't even make it to uh, Tattoo You. Like it's one not, it, for me, it's <laughs> too generic of like just a uh, a rock blues song that especially coming in at track two on that album after born in the usa where i'm already like all right a i've heard it a million times and b it's been misinterpreted and then just to follow it up with the most generic song uh, of the album to me was just like it was hard to recover in my mind from that even though there are every, yeah. every pretty much every song after that is better but 
Although close your eyes and imagine Donna Summer singing Cover Me with the <laughs> kind of the like the disco track behind it. I had, had no clue in my head that the song would work that way. And as soon as I, I saw that that was who it had originally been written for, I was like, yeah, that actually would work quite well, yeah, come to think of it. I can hear that. Somebody needs to do that now. Yeah. In the style of Donna Summer. That would be great. Yeah. But yeah, I think from that, I mean... You know, I've said it before. I think the sequence of tracks on Songs from the Big Chair allows these major singles to allow for a rise and fall on the record that I think is really impressive. And it just flows together so so nicely. And it doesn't take away from any of the, uh, the non-singles. And also the big singles are just as great to me, if not better than the Bruce Springsteen singles. I think for the most part I'll go along with that. Uh, I think I I think I also had everybody wants to rule the world ahead of Born in the USA on my on my top singles list too, didn't I? Yeah, I think real you did. close. Yeah. Which yeah, it it's funny because I think you look at the song Everybody Wants to Rule the World, and it almost feels like Bruce Springsteen going into Born in the USA knew this could be his album to let him rule the world. Whereas Tears for Fears, I don't think necessarily intended to become huge that the way this album made them. Whereas I think there was, a, I think Bruce knew to a degree he was about to make the biggest album, right? Which feels almost calculated in a way. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's the sense I get. I don't know. I think you're grasping at straws. <laughs> Maybe I'm grasping a little bit, but <laughs> should I get out of the way before I talk myself or talk you out of letting songs from the big chair win? Uh, I'm I'm good with letting songs from the big chair win right now. So okay, I think then let's do that. <laughs> songs from the big chair. I think we've both come to a consensus. Bruce Springsteen, Born in the USA, second place to Tears for Fears, Songs from the Big Chair, the best album of the 1980s. Give it a hand, everybody. <laughs> wrong but that's okay <laughs> no, I know it's wrong Purple Rain should have won but that's okay, okay. <laughs> I'm writing it down so there's also a lot of great albums from the 80s that did not get included in the field of 64 in the first place so yeah I mean there's there's that we just didn't cover that we just haven't covered yet in the podcast sure. there's so many we heard uh, over 160 albums total from looking at my shelves. A hundred of those had to get cut just for this and thousands more we never even listened to. So I think uh, for the time being, this puts the 80s to bed for this show. I am ready to move on to a different decade. Uh, what about you? Uh, I'm good with that. Uh, is, does this mean we have to change the title to something else? I think uh, for the next season... We don't have to change the Twitter handle. The, the Twitter handle is, is generic enough that it could just be anything that we hear. Exactly. I thought ahead on that one. I was like, somehow I don't think I'm going to be listening to the 80s for the rest of my life. So Andy hears it as the Twitter handle. Of course, you can vote on these if you have not already. Uh, but yeah, I think we move into the 70s next. That's what I'm uh, sounding more interested in. What do you think? All right. I'm good with that. So we will come back. We'll take a little hiatus while we do some planning. We will pick out what albums we want to hear for our first season in the 70s. Uh, I think we've got a lot of fun stuff ahead that I've kind of thought about, some ideas kicking around. It'll be fun. It'll be uh, similar to this, but a different decade, different style. I'm ready for something else. And not to say we will never come back to the 80s, but I think for the time being, 
Let's change it up a little bit. And I think this is a good way the to close it The 80s are dead out. to me. <laughs> dead to me, 80s. I've got all I need. I've got songs from the big chair. That's, let's get out of here. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Aaron, for joining me for this tournament and for the show. We will be back thank you. Uh, in a few months. We'll give it some time. I'll follow the Twitter. Andy hears it. I'll keep you updated on everything we're working on. Uh, probably take some time to get this together and listen. Uh, I'll probably take some time to listen to music uh, that's from the current day. <laughs> I'd like to uh, get a little caught up on that too. But uh, <laughs> I'm hearing good things about these black-eyed peas. <laughs> oh, well, let's not go that far. But <laughs> <laughs> I've got a feeling heard of this we Christina will never Aguilera <laughs> woman. I, th- th- I hear she's going places. <laughs> This young girl, Britney Spears, is making moves, I've heard. <laughs> uh, but thank you all for listening. Stay voting on the polls. Like I said, the uh, Final Four matchup is live now as you're hearing this, and the championship will go up on Monday. Uh, thank you all for listening and voting, and stay tuned. Uh, we will be back in a different time period. Stay tuned for that. Thank you, Aaron, again for joining me, and thank you all for listening. Thank you to all the artists for making such great music throughout the decade that we heard And until then, it is never too late to discover great music that's new to you. We'll see you soon.